welcome to the Rural Youth Project podcast, brought to you by the Rural Youth Project. We're an international movement for change by and for young people living in the countryside. Thank you to InterAgro for sponsoring this podcast. My name's Alana and I'm a Rural Youth Project blogger. In this week's episode, I catch up with Dave from Tweeddale Youth Action, a fantastic organisation in the Scottish borders which aims to give young people a safe space and a sense of belonging. And in particular, we catch up about a project called Food Punks. I was just going to ask you a bit of like some questions on, on your background and your involvement with T- Tweeddale as well as Food Punks. So did you grow up in the Scottish borders, Dave? Uh, no, I'm from uh, I'm from the east of England, so I'm from Peterborough, um, down in uh, yeah, down in Cambridgeshire. So uh, I moved to the, the borders. My wife's a people's girl, oh, so lovely. we uh, we uh, we ended up settling here via Dublin. So, um, uh, but no, I, I, I like it very much. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I must say, I've been to the borders twice, and the scenery is so stunning. Um, it's beautiful. It's hard not to get swept up, actually, in how dramatic yeah. it can be driving down into Gala Shields and and down south. Yeah, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> And can you describe what it's like maybe for your daughter or for other young people that you work with, what it's like to grow up um, in the Scottish borders, you know, uh, education and employment opportunities. What is, what is it like for young people in the borders at the moment? Yeah, I think, I think it's a real, I think it's a real mixed bag. I mean, I think initially as a, as a parent, we were attracted to the Scottish borders for this, this notion of the, the idyllic childhood uh, away from sort of inner city where we were living and, playing in rivers and streams and fields and all of this sort of stuff. And I think there is some of that, you know, I think there are some huge advantages to young people in terms of, you know, sort of lower crime rates and, um, you know, generally being more safer, perhaps more community minded. Um, But there's no doubt, I think the young ones here have got, you know, considerably different opportunities available to them than sort of peers in bigger towns and cities, you know, so, um, Things I think that I would have taken for granted growing up in a city, you know, transport links, um, cinemas, clubs, um, opportunities, things to do, um, even including sort of, you know, employment opportunities. I think they're far reduced here. Um, and I think, I think, I think, I think the rurality can sometimes breed a, a little bit of a, you know, a, a mindset of, you know, perhaps being a little bit perhaps young people that we work with are maybe a little bit more frightened to take a step into the unknown you know not not all of them you know but there is a general uh, perhaps a general sense of that um so I, th- I think it's i think it's tricky yeah i think it's, it's challenging for young ones here hmm. and can you tell me a little bit about uh tweetail youth and, and mainly how you got involved as well and, and their purpose in the scottish borders for young people mm, sure yeah so i've been working for, for tya for I don't know, eight, nine years now. Um, so my background is a chef. Um, so I, um, well, I, you know what? I, I think I had a, a, an interesting childhood myself. You know, I, I, I think I was probably one of these young people that are there, but for the grace of God, go I. You know, so I had, uh, you know, I had some uh, interesting uh, friends and got up to uh, interesting uh, activities. And uh, the kitchen was very much my salvation, you know. Aged 15, after being to a few schools, leaving with no qualifications, I discovered the kitchen. I discovered uh, uh, money being paid for things. I discovered discipline. I discovered uh, learning things. Uh, you know, I, I absolutely loved it. 
Um, and I think during my catering career, you know, sort of um, running kitchens, running brigades, you know, I was interested in recruiting young people that, you know, perhaps had, you know, uh, you know, had had interesting uh, lives. So, um, and I really loved that. So I I, um, I left the kitchen in my sort of thirties to, to go and train in community work with um, an idea of working with young offenders. So uh, through the, the, the medium of uh, the kitchen, um, some coin in the pocket, a bit of hard graft, a bit of fun, and you know, let's be honest, a pretty high pressure atmosphere where there's lots of food and lots of swearing. You know, it's the kind of uh, it's 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 actually a very good way of reaching uh, um, uh, young people, perhaps a little bit more on the fringes. So um, so TYA came in. I started as a sessional youth worker. I'd never been to a youth club when I was younger. I wish we'd had youth clubs uh, like this where I grew up, but there wasn't anything like this. Um, so I started as a sessional worker and, you know, I, I, I just loved it. I couldn't believe you could get paid for this. It was, it was awesome, you know? It was, um, you know, made some really good connections, you know, had some great young people. Um, and we achieved some stuff. We did a few bits and bobs, cooking with them. You know, that was a, a, a given for me. Um, and it's a really good way of sort of breaking down, you know, breaking barriers down with, with young ones anyway. You know, a lot of people like to um, eat, a lot of people like to cook. Um, so slowly, surely just started getting more and more involved with TYA um, life. And, um, and when the then manager moved on about five, six years ago, um, I was given an opportunity to, uh, uh, to, uh, to step into the breach, which I, which I did. And, you know, a few years on, I'm, I'm still there. We're still going. I'm a bit grayer. I've got a bit less hair, and, <laughs> but still, still trucking along. But you know, things, things. It's an exciting organisation. You know, things, um, things, things change. You know, and, and I think that's that's youth work all over. I think it's about movement. I think it's about change. It's about growth. It's about development. Nothing is is ever static. Mm, you've got to be fluid I think in a sense as well to meet to meet totally. the needs of of different young people across the borders totally I mean this corona situation at the moment that, that, that's that's typical of that you know and I think I think it's easy you know I think it's easy to get into a, a rut or a you know a, a way of being and you know actually you know it's not the premises that, that, that makes uh, what we do or it's not this activity or that activity or you know it's it's the people, the connection, and this, you know, this, this, this way of working, this, you know, this sort of partnership with, with young people that, you know, is, is what the crux is, you know, so it's, it's quite an exciting opportunity at the moment to really, you know, to do something a bit different, you know, to think differently. I mean, it's, you know, obviously it's pants as well. It's, it's mm. a lot of young people, but, you know, I think for an organisation, it's a good chance to, to, to reevaluate and take stock of where you're at, you know. I read that food punks basically started, like you said, as, as you were teaching young, young people cooking skills, and I guess connecting them with food and, and they're developing those leadership skills as well in the kitchen. But I read that you then um, started into to catering with, with young people and your first event was a thousand uh, person barbecue. Was that correct? Tell me, tell me a bit more about the process of you guys moving into a catering business. And I'd also love to know about um, the response from the community as well. So I think a big um, statistic that we found out of our survey 
was that only 13% of young people feel like they have a say in their community and that they're, you know, respected in their community and that they're valued um, about their opinions and, 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 and their thoughts. But I think it's really fantastic that you've got this, this catering business that the community really rallies behind and uses and how that empowers young people to, to feel more connected to their community. I'd love you to tell me a bit more about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so, so as a, as a worker, I'd, I'd sort of tried to make ends meet really. I, I, I made this transition from, you know, from being a chef to, to a youth worker and, you know, being part time in a kitchen was never, was never going to work. So I ended up starting my own outside catering business, um, which I never promoted and was largely uh, unsuccessful apart from the odd occasional event. What I did was I included a couple of the young ones um, from the project in that. So we did a couple of, um, a couple of nice, quite high profile gigs over in Glasgow. And you know, it, it was good. So, so we'd, we'd already done a couple of these and it wasn't exactly youth club and it wasn't exactly non youth club. It was, it was, I was sort of the link between this. Um, and then food punks was established through through a really strong relationship we had with people's can so um so people's can and tya had come together people's can have facilitated a, a residential away with our young people to look at uh, environmental sort of issues what they could do to um you know what they could do to you know have a, a bit of an impact on the environment to spread the message about climate change and carbon reduction uh, but would also be quite interesting and fun to do uh, so cooking was top of the um top of the agenda there and uh, the name food punks came from our young people so um so really this all started with uh, a climate a climate challenge fund award that we got because all of our cooking to that point at the youth club i mean we didn't even have a kitchen you know in fact, I didn't have another kitchen. We didn't even have a sink. We used to fill a kettle up with uh, hot water from the loo and had like a portable hob. Like it was proper, proper nuts. You know, outdoor cooking. You know, sort of making cassoulets in you know knackered old metal tins, and I was bonkers. You know, so we got some money from the Climate Challenge Fund to put a bit of a kitchen in. And, um, and, you know, our aim was sort of cookery lessons with young people, producing food waste and learning that sort of stuff. And during this, we were approached by the Joint Churches of Peebles. Um, we're having a bit of a barbecue. Um, a bit of a barbecue, is that how they described it to you? <laughs> you guys fancy giving us a, a hand and okay, come on then, we'll do that. So the first year, yeah, so it was, it was a thousand people. It was on a, an absolutely enormous scale. So, I mean... I mean, really, we're just lunatics, you know. We we had I think we had about seven or eight youth volunteers, um, a couple of older uh, volunteers, uh, and me, and six barbecues, a few gazebos, and you know, yeah, about a thousand burgers and sausages and bread rolls. So, um, so uh, you know, fortunately, we uh, we didn't kill anybody. <laughs> That was, that was good. So and we, it can't have been that bad because we were then invited back to do the next year. Um, so we did the next year, um, but we wanted it to be a bit more ambitious. So we were. So we had all sorts of stuff going on. We had like, a, we were doing like chicken wings. We were doing like um, uh, some Cajun salmon. We had all sorts of salads and bits and bobs too, which is really probably the, 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 the big part of food punks. I think it's outdoor cooking and barbecue. It's probably what we, we love the most. Um, and it was, it was a huge, huge success. 
Um, but at the time we were we were funded by the Climate Challenge Fund. We weren't setting up. It certainly wasn't an enterprise. It was a, you know, actually it's a great way of teaching these skills to our young people. You know, it's um, it's pressure. It's getting involved. It's you know, you've got to meet this. You want to you want to pass on cooking skills. You know, actually the cooking skills you're passing on, knife skills and such like, are just amplified with that volume. You know, yeah, it's a bit rep repetitive compared to cooking a portion at home, you know, or something. But, you know, my word, after after doing a couple of hours of, you know, of whatever it is, you know how to do that very, very well, you know. So um, so from then on, we, we, we kept getting approached, um, different community groups. Oh, could you do this? We're having a, a wee soiree. Would you do some canapes? Would you? It was all word of mouth. I mean, we'd never promoted we never actively looked for business but you know sort of people came to us and they knew that you know sort of like the the culinary a team if you're completely skint and willing to, <laughs> willing to take a, a punt on these lunatics then uh, you might just get some grub out of it and and we did and and you know what the, it was it was great you know the food was always well received you know the young people i think they loved being involved you know and they were always well received the community loved to see them being involved um but I mean, you know, I mean, I, I'm I'm an old chef, you know, I'm 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 just mad for food, you know. So, you know, it was always it was always the end product was always going to be important, you know. Yeah. So it's this um, it's slight difference, you know. It's a slight sort of meeting of the ways with youth works. It's not just the process that was important, although that was very important. But the end product was also very important, you know. I've got a certain reputation on <laughs> so so and it's just it's just sort of grown from there really you know as as time's gone on CCF funding finished and you know we're able to cobble together bits and bobs of more equipment and we've got more and more events in and you know we started to charge you know a bit more of a sensible price for doing things and um and then you know more recently with with leader funding leader and Robertson trust funding you know, it's exploded things for us, you know, dedicated website, we've got our van, we've been able to actually pay a food punk lead to deliver. It wasn't just me doing it as a lunatic volunteer. Um, you know, so things have, things have really grown. We've got our own sort of commercial kitchen base now, which is a proper kitchen. Um, you know, it's, and it's, um, yeah, it's exciting times. Community support's really, really good. Whenever we do sort of local events, um, we get uh, we get quite a few sort of locals that, that come along and, and, and support us, um, and we've got yeah quite a bit of outside catering work. In fact, before this this current um, you know lockdown, we had a very very busy year uh, ahead of us. You know, we had weddings, we had um, all, all sorts of stuff. So yeah, anyway, sorry, I'm, I'm I'm rattling on. Not at all. I think it's absolutely fantastic. And I'm just going to ask you. Uh, so we've had um, from young people that attend our events as well. Um, there's some really standout young people, you know, young people who maybe were not confident enough to get up there and speak. And by the end of three days, they're up there sharing their story. And I just wondered if, and you don't have to name names, but if there's a standout story for you of a young person that you've worked with and, and how being involved in um, food punks and Tweedale Youth Action Group has kind of transformed them that you've noticed a, a difference in them. Yeah, there, there, there are a few. There are a few. So we've had, like a good, a good example was a young person that um, that was homeschooled, um, who, who was really quite shy. Um, would never have come along to any of our sort of drop-in sessions or anything like that. Um, but was willing to give the food punk sort of stuff a go. 
got involved in quite a lot of our food punk events um, and ended up, you know, ended up actually making mates, moving forward, things got sorted. It totally changed her, her situation. Um, we've got one of our uh, current members of staff. Um, he, uh, he came through uh, as, a, as a volunteer with Food Punk. Um, you know, the, the things, were, things were a little bit interesting, you know. I recognised uh, some of myself in him, I think, you know. But he was, he was absolutely great, you know. He, he was just, you know, he was just sort of reliable. He really took to the pressure. He did really well. He, and he changed his, his situation around. Um, I'd have been loads, honestly. They've been, they've been, they've been so many, and they're all, they're all, they're all, they're all different in so many ways. You know, the, the the needs and what they're what they're getting out of out of being involved is so different. Um, yeah, it's hard to it's hard it's hard to it's hard to to sort of pinpoint. You know, one. I mean, I think we've had. I was doing some figures recently. I think it's about thirty nine uh, young ones have sort of gone through the. Uh, uh, gone through the, the the food punks process so far, you know, and they're all I don't they're all, they're all awesome, you know, um, yeah. It's fantastic, and we also we often talk about you know the impact of that organisations have on young people, but I'd love to know about the impact of these young people on you personally and and professionally, and if they've had what kind of impact they've had on you. And we talk a lot the rural youth project about intergenerational um, connection and how that it's a two-way learning learning street and I'd, I'd just love to hear your thoughts on, on what you've learned from the young people that you've been working with. Ah, oh, they're so, honestly they're such fun you know so I think I think the first I think the first learning has been to relax a little bit <laughs> <laughs> you know um, musical I've been uh, taken on a lot of uh, musical journeys with, uh, no with, uh, with the young ones I think and my musical tastes are sort of getting younger as I get older <laughs> you know so I think that's been uh, uh, a real education I, I, I think the biggest and the biggest eye opener is just how much fun young people get out of um, these sort of activities you know um, which at the, at the time wasn't really you know obvious or didn't really seem you know, it wasn't really it wasn't really an objective. Not that we set it up to be <laughs> miserable or something like that, but we couldn't believe how much fun they had in this. You know, this, you know, this 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 sort of being together. So I think I think that's that's been an eye opener. You know, more, you know, young people's sort of need for community and to to, to be part of a community and to you know to, to to sort of feel part of something. That 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 that's that's been a lot of learning there. Um, that's probably shaped a lot. Of the the food punk stuff that we that we do now as we've sort of gone forward you know just how we can include more you know in 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 the events and such like mm -hmm. so um you know i don't know you know tons of tons of tons of tons of learning you know um yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like such a different person now to uh, to the chef I was, you know, uh, eight or nine years ago. I don't think. I don't think it's. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, I just couldn't. I couldn't really compare it. You know, it's fantastic. And I guess one of my um, final questions would be, you know, how how has COVID nineteen We've talked about how COVID nineteen has affected food punks, especially because they had a lot of uh, events lined up. What What have you guys done during this period, or what are you doing now to, to support young people? And I guess um, the biggest way is is through um, digital channels and whatnot. Have you guys had to adjust or, or pivot the way you support young people, and and how have you done that? 
Yeah, totally. So we've, um, yeah, so, so funny enough, food uh, remains a very strong theme. So yeah, uh, you know, pretty much all of our sort of catering uh, um, business that we had has, um, has, has moved away, hopefully postponed rather than cancelled. Um, but we'll see how that goes. So yeah, we've we've moved to an online model. So we've got got great we uh, got a great we thing going now. So every um, Friday afternoon at two, we do uh, baking and cooking on uh, Zoom. Um, so and it's it's sort of started, we started off with we started off and we did I think about 10, 10, 12 young ones were sort of involved. You know we're now we're now in sort of mid thirties. So we've got um, we've got so we we sort of weigh and bag up ingredients, um, distribute them out to the young ones along with any sort of equipment and kit that they, they might need. They get a recipe um, and then they join us on the, the Friday afternoon on Zoom and everyone is baking and cooking. Honestly, it's, it's, it's completely bonkers actually. It's like having a class. It's not all of them that join us on Zoom. You know, sometimes, you know, sort of 15 to 20 join us on Zoom and some of the others are a little bit more anxious about being on Zoom or whatever. So they cook it at home, maybe send in a couple of photos or such like. Um, but it's been, it's been really good. Like the energy is just, is just really high. There's a, a coming together, you know, they're, they're sort of cooking, they're chatting. They're, they're doing stuff so we were actually talking about this as a as a team earlier like this is something that that, that will carry on mm. um i think you know post lockdown and you know whatever i think this is just a great way, way of reaching you know those young ones that, that don't come into our spaces um you know there, there are loads like you know uh, transport is a, is a nightmare access is is really hard so for those young ones living in the small communities, you know, that don't have, that don't get to our youth clubs, we'll, we'll carry on with this. We'll just keep pushing it. That's um, amazing, Dave. Maybe, um, maybe we can have a rural youth project and food punks um, cook off or something. That would be yeah, great. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, you guys, you guys <laughs> would beat us heads down. We'll definitely beat me. That's for sure. But I think it'd be fantastic <laughs> if we could get you guys involved and maybe run a bread making workshop or a baking workshop. Oh, that would be, be fantastic. That would be awesome. Awesome. Yeah, we do loads of that sort of stuff, demos and uh, such like that. That would be brilliant. That would be we awesome, Dave. Should. Well. Lock it in. I'm going to email you after this, trying to find a date where we can have a um, food punks masterclass. That's what I'm going to call it. Wow, that sounds brilliant. <laughs> Dave, <laughs> thank you so much for your time. If there's anything else that you'd like to finally say on, on food punks, um, please do so. And it's been really fantastic talking to you and getting to learn more about Tweedale Youth and, and food punks. Well, thank you, Alana. No, nothing else. Just a sort of shameless plug about, you know, what an amazing, amazing catering project it is, so how well-deserving it is and how available we are. <laughs> once, fantastic, once Dave. <laughs> we will be listing you on our website with a case study and I'll link to your website. And when we're finally out of this madness, you're, hopefully your bookings are through the roof, back to back. Oh, thank you very much. Thank Thanks, you. Dave. This has been awesome, Alana. Thank you. Speak soon. <laughs> bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye-bye.